Can we have too much money? Is there such a thing as too much money? Well, I think there might be. Uh, the Ford government sitting on more than $22 billion in excess funds. This is according to the province's watchdog. And there's no real transparency on how the money is going to be spent. And so the financial accountability officer, who follows our dollars and cents at the provincial level, found this growing pool of money. The problem is it's not allocated to anything. And when he did the winter review, it was at $10.8 billion. Now it's up another $12 billion. So we got $22 billion. I, look, I, I don't know where it came from. Maybe it's inflation. Maybe they're just really good savers. But uh, there will be lots of questions on where is this money going and why is it sitting there. So let me bring in Colin DeMello, who's been working on this story, which came out uh, fairly recently. Good to have you, Colin. Hey, uh, good morning. Thanks for having me. So we heard about this overage a couple of months ago, and the government had set aside $4.4 billion kind of like in this excess money, and they said it was going to go to healthcare funding, and then some of it would go to post-secondary education. But there's all this money now, like $17.8 billion now, that, that's sitting there for other programs. Like, where did this money come from? Well, I mean, other than us. <laughs> right, this is taxpayer money, of course, but this is budgeted money. So this isn't actual money, the dollars that they have mm -hmm. that we're sitting in a bank account. But what they've done is, over the next four years, they're saying, okay, well, we're going to spend, you know, this $22 billion, but they're not exactly saying where. So $4.4 billion of this $22 billion is set aside in the healthcare um, sector, as an example. But it's not really attached to anything. There's no program that it's designated to go to, which kind of leads to the question, well, what is the province really budgeting this money for then, um, if, if, if not for any specific program? And, and in other programs, it's just kind of a catch-all for all of the other ministries that might be there, but there's $17 billion that the government is saying that they're going to spend, at least they're telling us today, they're going to spend this money, but they haven't actually allocated it to anything. So... We have no real idea if the government is going to spend this money. And if at the end of this four-year period it doesn't spend the money, well, that just goes down towards paying the debt. So, so critics will often say that the government is not spending enough money, that the government is a bit you know, penny-pinching. Okay. Well, this is one way for the government to say, look, we're, we're, we're budgeting these mass amounts of money. But if you're budgeting, uh, like budgeting this money, but you're not actually – allocating it to anything well then it's just it's just basically a ghost budget that you know you can then use as a fund to pay down debt or or, or deficit as an example um that doesn't really mean that you're spending it on the program that people expect governments to deliver yeah look I, i'm good with penny pinching i don't want governments to waste money so i'm happy with that but there are a lot of needs obviously um it's going to come into factor with you know we've got education negotiations going on so that you know the unions will be kind of saying what the hell's that like you have money you got healthcare situations they've got some of that money already allocated and then we've got all these other issues you know you've got uh the odsp which is this program for those with disabilities that that is they'll say they've topped it up or upped it but they could certainly make improvements so it's one thing to have this kind of money set aside for a rainy day um and and peter bethlen falvey the uh, finance minister i have a lot of time for him so it's not like i think he's playing games but it's going to be a big headache for them if they don't start to figure out or be able to tell people where this money is uh, is going and and i know that you sent us a tweet of, of of his kind of reaction to this and now that tweet's gone so i'm not sure what it said or what maybe they took down that they oh. don't want said <laughs> no no the finance the finance minister's yeah. office is basically saying look this is a snapshot in time they say 
you know, sometimes the, F, uh, the, the financial accountability officer will either, um, uh, you know, say that the government is underspending or the government is overspending. I, the, the, the key here is that the, the financial accountability officer's numbers come from the government's own numbers. They have unique access yeah. that you and I don't have to ask the government for their books, to ask the government for cabinet-related decisions or decision-making that they can then base their assumptions off of. So this is not just figures that they've plucked out of thin air. And, and the other mm-hmm. thing to note here is that the Financial Accountability Officer is saying Ontario's financial position is actually going to be pretty good over the next number of years. In fact, they're saying by 2025, this province is going to post a $10 billion surplus. So you mm-hmm. take those two things into account. The fact that you know there is a $10 billion surplus that could be on the horizon, and there's $22 billion that the government has in this excess fund pool, but they're not necessarily spending it for anything. And, and you take those two things into account, and you're right. There are a lot of groups, marginalized groups, who will say, hey, you've got money. Why aren't you spending it? Why aren't you helping improve the lives of Ontarians, especially given the fact that you know, it, it's not just marginalized groups. It's a lot of people. Well, you are firefighters. I mean, you got the fire rangers yeah. that got their budget cut by sixty-seven percent. They don't have enough people to do things like um, clean up the forest in the you know off fire season. They say like if we could mitigate it a bit more, we might not have so many fires. But there's lots of places you can put it without throwing it all away. And not to mention that the entire yeah. province is in an affordability crisis, right? Everything well, is more expensive. I mean, couldn't they cut a couple of bills? Couldn't they, uh, you know, give rebates and a couple of other things? I mean, they could use this money in different ways. So the province isn't necessarily saying what this money is for, leading mm-hmm. to basically us just making assumptions, right? And one of the things is Bill 124. Bill 124 was that wage suppression law. It was yeah. deemed to be unconstitutional, and now... A lot of unions are starting to get back pay, and already there's been, you know, one, the, the financial accountability officer had estimated if the province had to give money back to all of the groups that had kind of suppressed their wages in the public sector, it could cost up to $8 billion. So is the money mm, yeah. set aside for that? We don't know, yeah. um, and the government won't tell us. Well, it's going to get louder uh, throughout the days. Uh, certainly today, there'll be a lot of demands for that, and um, and certainly, hopefully, uh, can put a bit of meat on this bone. But certainly, um, a lot of hands out. I mean, look, the city of Toronto's like, okay, if you've got that much money, hand it over, Rover, or you take the gardener off our hands, or something, transit, do something. But everyone's going to be coming and saying, you got to give. Absolutely, and the city of Toronto, I think, is a really good example, right? I mean. If, if you've got municipalities that are saying, okay, well, you've robbed us of our development charges, as an example, from, yeah. um, uh, from, mm-hmm. from construction, well, this is a way to make us whole. You've got $22 billion. That money could be used to help municipalities uh, become whole, to help fund public health agencies, to help fund um, you know, a whole host of, of factors that the province would fund. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, you know, sitting on this pile of cash, might might make the government look like good fiscal prudent managers, but it also then creates unintended consequences and headaches for them because others will look to them and say, you're flush with cash. This yeah. is the time now to invest in us. Yeah, some some deserve it. Some some do not. Having said all that, you know, I don't think, um, and I've only got a second, uh, Colin, but uh, I, I happen to think that probably Ford's waiting to see what happens on the 26th to see how generous he might be in helping Toronto's uh, financial woes. 
Yeah, that might be the case. I think I think the Bill 124 thing is the big factor here, though, because yeah. they just don't know what's going to happen. They're trying to fight it in court, but if they lose in court, it means billions of dollars that they may have to pay in back pay. And I think this is what this kind of contingency fund is, is being set aside for. But ultimately, it's up to the government to put some transparency to all of these numbers, because they're the only ones who know what their actual intent is with how they're going to spend this cash. I love the word transparency. I just wish it meant something these days, Colin. <laughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> thank God you do those uh, FOI uh, requests. All right. Thank you so much. I know you've got a busy day, so I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's Colin DeMello. He is our Queen's Park Bureau Chief for Global News, and he covers all these things. And I'm sure we'll get some answers, or maybe we won't get those answers today, which tells us the answer.